What is up, Jersey Judah? Red Pill Party Podcast. Monday, the 30th. Alright, 2021. And I would say this is an impromptu, but I had this set up for a while now. I just haven't got a chance to jump on the topic um, head first. But we're going to talk about the loyal alpha, or we're going to talk about the unloyal, unfaithful alpha versus the committed beta and why nice guys will always finish last. All right. I'm still kind of getting over this cold. For the most part, I am getting over it. Um, I'm dealing now, I'm dealing with the sore. My body's been sore. I can breathe out of both of my nostrils, but I can't necessarily smell anything, which is kind of a concern, but as long as I can breathe out of my nose, I'll deal with that. Um, But yeah, uh, we did something for the weekend, Weekend Red Pill, Part 2, Volume 2, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I gotta pour me out, I gotta pour me out some of this Red Bull, the Yellow Edition tropical let's taste it very good and as always I have my strands two I had to do what I did last night which is mix the lemon meringue with these s'mores so we got a fat joint we got some articles to go under or articles to go over, I should say. Let's see if I can find these shits. Very humid out, by the way. Alright, so... Where can we go at first? Alright, we'll go with this article. And before I go further... I just want to point a few things out. Number one... Regardless of how you view yourself... As a man, when you put yourself in a situation where you lower your value, you lower your worth to women, women will see you as a beta male. You may not be an actual beta male, but the actions that you've committed put you in that category with a lot of women. So I just want to throw that out there as well. Um, EliteDaily.com slash dating elite daily.com slash dating and the article is called the real reason why nice guys finish last and they always will and this is a throwback this is almost seven years ago from may 5th 2014 all right so we're gonna go into this he hasn't called you in a week and, and the longest 15 minutes of your life was spent waiting on a text back from him he bailed on you twice, two Fridays ago, and you're thinking perhaps third time's a charm. He goes by the name of Derek, okay? He's built with that flawless, weirdo, demands, whatever. Um, matter of fact, we're not going to read through this because we can tell this is from females' perspectives, and no offense, but I really don't care about your perspective on nice guys and things of that nature. So let's go to the other article want to apologize right away I should have went over this fully before going back on here 
Um, this is exclusivematchmaking.net. I'm sure this isn't going to be any better, but we're going to stick to this topic. Why do nice guys really finish last? Here's why women go for bad boys according to a matchmaker. Oh boy. It's story time. <laughs> it's a storyline you've seen play out in countless movies and probably in real world, probably in the real world as well. A woman who has her pick of stable, emotionally available male specimens decides to go for some uh, rugged, rebellious jerk instead. What's the deal there? Do nice guys really finish last? There are lots of valid reasons why women go for bad boys. In fact, some of them have to do with hormonal changes that are beyond their control. More of that later. That being said, it is possible to be a good guy and still get the girl. As a matchmaker, I am asked about this question over and over again. I see lots of good guys that think nice guys finish last, but they don't in the real world when it, when it counts. Let me let me let me uh, address something. Um, good guys aren't nice guys, and I don't think people understand what I mean by that. That's a topic within itself, but I'm going to go through it. A good guy isn't a nice guy, and a nice guy isn't always a good guy. The nice guy is a character. The nice guy is like a gimmick. When you watch wrestling, you got wrestlers coming out with their attitude and their look and their, their image. That's the nice guy. It's a facade for a lot of guys. Not all. Some guys chose to be that way permanently because they think that that can give them a better option later on, which it usually doesn't. So what this guy's talking about, where nice guys, they can finish first, like, come on. It's not just about the men, it's about the women who recept them, it's the women who receive that energy and go by their attraction. It's not just the guy, the nice guy, being nice and being faithful and being happily ever after. But let's continue going. The stereotypical alpha male has a few advantages with the ladies. He's a leader, someone who's sure of what he wants and often doesn't ask or apologize for taking it. That, in a nutshell, is the essence of pure masculine energy. So it makes sense why women might be drawn to it. Um, opposites attract, after all. Still, with the alpha's presence, with that alpha presence comes some negative traits as well. Jealousy, aggression, insensitivity, and inability to commit, to name a few. Absolutely. The, this is why I always bring this up. The women who look for alpha males, they have a challenge because true alpha male doesn't just settle with any attractive woman a true alpha male you have to literally earn that trust and earn that value from that man right and the pure masculine energy today although a lot of women will still say it's attractive there are a few women who will say that it's toxic this is why in a lot of cases the female's perspective really doesn't mean nothing to a man because they can change in the drop of a hat it's all emotions there's no logic there's really there's barely any critical thinking when it comes down to finding a man is how he looks how much money can he make and this is why a lot of these women 
end up fucked over, end up ghosting on at the end of the day. Uh, where are we at? Going through the stereotypical shit, blah, 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 blah. Opposites, opposites attract. Uh, okay. So while a woman might initially be captivated by the bad boy's edge, that attraction will typically fade once she realizes he can't give her what she wants. Reliable emotional support and respect. That's good news for all of you nice guys out there. This is bullshit. I love these articles because sometimes I agree with them and other times it's just bullshit. Um, whoever wrote this article is kind of like giving the nice guys hope. And I'm always the realistic type. Number one, just because these females don't cannot be with the alpha long term does not mean that she's not hooking up with these alphas short term. In fact, that's where her attraction begins. She sees a guy who has his own persona, his own attitude. She's attracted to that. She knows that she can't get with the guy long term. So instead, she cuts herself short, becomes a plate for that guy, a late night snack, a late night treat, and then you don't hear from the guy again. But all of a sudden, that guy's an asshole. But she knew that that guy had the traits of the asshole to begin with, which is why she's attracted to him. That's the truth, fellas. Don't let these bitches lie to you. Don't let these females tell you anything different. You see, because I'm going to read this last part again. So while a woman might initially be captivated by the bad boy's edge, that attraction will typically fade away once she realizes he can't give her what she wants. Reliable emotional support and respect. But in the meantime, she did get one thing from him. Pipe. Consistent pipe. And see, these are the women who tell you that these guys are jerks, these guys are bad boys, but then if you ask her, well, why aren't you with a nice guy, then you'll really see her true colors. We're going to continue reading this off. Uh, this subject is a complicated one. In order to embrace your good guy persona and use it to your advantage in the dating room, it's important to understand why women often go for the bad boys and how you can embody some of those traits while still remaining true to yourself. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. I'm going to read this again, and I hope you guys picked up, because after I read this, I'm going to spark this joint, and I'm going to try to get fucked up as possible, because this is bullshit. This subject is a complicated one. In order to embrace your good guy persona, keyword, persona, and use it to your advantage in the dating room. <laughs> Imagine being a good guy and that actually helps you out in dating. It's unheard of. Anyway, it's important to understand why women often go for the bad guys and how you can embody some of those traits while still remaining true to yourself. That's false. You can't embody something that you truly don't understand only to get and sleep with women and still be true to yourself. That's false. This is all bullshit. There's some truths of what he's saying when it comes down to the woman's attraction, but you're telling guys to not be themselves and embrace it. Right? Anyway, the bad boy appeal. We're getting into it. 
the bad boy appeal. A 2015 study of nearly 1,000 men and women that was published in Evolution and Human Behavior found that people with pathological personality characteristics such as impulsivities, recklessness, narcissism, had more sexual partners. Isn't that a surprise? I'm going to read that again. A 2015 study of nearly 1,000 men and women that was published in Evolution and Human Behavior found that people with pathological personality characteristics such as impulsivity, recklessness, and narcissism had more sexual partners. This seems to suggest the idea that those brody, brooding macho men have a leg up when it comes to attracting the opposite sex. It could also mean that guys with those personality traits are simply more likely to be promiscuous by nature. Now that's interesting. Promiscuous. You mean like majority of the women today? The recklessness? You mean the majority of twerking going on in TikTok? Or the narcissism? You mean all of her problems and bullshit being put on display so everybody can feel sorry for her and give her praises? See, this is ass backwards and I'm starting to believe that Abroad wrote this had to because what she has done is she has written all of the characteristics of what majority of women are and say that hey these are bad boys and keep in mind we're still going with the 80 20 percent so 20 percent of the guys who are capable of sleeping around with women may have this personality trait right they may have the pathological personality characteristics but that's not all guys. You still got 80% of guys who are sitting around going, wait, I'm not involved in any of this. Right? But let's keep going. The bad boy definitely comes with some inherent excitement. Some women thrive off of the thrill of never doing what he do, never knowing what he'll do next, while other lovers, while others love the sense of dating someone who's forbidden or something dangerous. These are the risk-seeking women. Other women are addicted to wanting to fix the men they date. So, this is how women view bad boys, right? They are uncontrollable. They're unpredictable. They have the image, they have the personality that attracts the women, and the women start to really feel the guy's image. Doesn't know nothing about the guy because the guy won't allow her to come any closer. So in her mind, she wants to fix him. The guys, the bad boys become this project or becomes an assignment to these women where they want to better that man and get into his true sensitive side. Right? We all heard this shit before. Pause for the cause. I gotta spark this. Oh yeah. Pause for the cause. Oh yeah. And you got hormones that come into play. I don't even want to go through all this. Why nice guys do stand a chance. And let's read through this so I can completely 
deconstruct what the fuck is being said. Why Nice Guys Do Stand a Chance In one 2003 study published in Sex Rules, a group of college women were presenting were presented with three very different guys and asked to choose a date for themselves as well as a fictional friend named Susan. One man was caring, kind, and in touch with his feelings. Another was a self-described real man who was insensitive and unkind. And the third was neutral, somewhere in the middle. All right. Not only did participants pick the nice guy for Susan, but they also preferred the contestant for themselves. Meaning, they did a study, and what they're saying is they used three guys. Or is it three guys or two guys? It may be three. Yeah, three guys. One guy is the caring male feminist, pretty much. The other guy is the hard ass, the real man. You know what I mean? And the third guy is a guy who's neutral. They chose the nice guy for Susan, but they went with the bad boys. Now, what does that tell you, guys? If everything that this guy is saying or woman saying correct, then why, when this study came out, all of the women chose the bad boys for themselves, but they let Susan get the good guy? You know, the male feminist, the guy who's in touch with his feminine side. Come on, man. These niggas are shooting themselves in the foot. In another 2010 study in which participants were asked to read dating ads, men who described themselves as... Nah, this is dumb. We're we're looking for real topics here. This is all just studies and opinions that go along with it. We're looking for the real deal. Let's check it out, man. We're doing this shit on the go. We're doing this shit on the fly. It's very fucking hot out here. I just realized we had a fan in the backyard. I can't turn it on, so I guess I'm stuck burning the fuck up. Hey, remember this song? Nice guys finish last. You're running out of gas. Your sympathy will get you left behind. Sometimes you're... <laughs> I'm sorry, I remember that song. Nice Guys Finish Last by Green Day. Shout out to Green Day, even though... I don't even know if they make music anymore. You know, these niggas is old. Um, nice Guys Finish Last. Psychologytoday.com Do nice guys really finish last? When warm and kind faces... Wait... When warm and kind faces off against bold and sexy. This is from May 19, 2014. 2014, by the way, is an interesting year because it seems that there was more topics and more articles about the quote-unquote nice guy and alphas. Who's a beta? Who's an alpha? What are the characteristics? It tends to take place 2015. And oddly enough, May 2015 or 14. Correction. Do nice guys really finish last? This is by Teresa E. Di Donoto. Whatever the fuck that is. I'm sorry. I apologize. This is reviewed by Jessica. They got weird fucking names. Like, come on. I'm not reading through all that. All right. Let's start off with the article. This is from psychologytoday.com. 
And is being called a nice guy a compliment or a curse? Women say they want to date nice guys. All right. But their actions and choices often send a different message. That is right. Our culture is full of examples of less than nice guys getting the girl or many girls. Han Solo, fictional character, fictional character, fictional character. Fuck all that shit. When a woman says he's nice, her ruling may actually be a polite rejection. Absolutely. Understand that when a man says a woman is nice, then she's actually a kind person, right? Like when a guy says, oh, well, she seems really nice, really kind. You know what I mean? Easy going, easy to communicate with, easy to talk to. That's what guys mean by when she's nice. When women say he's nice, that pretty much means a polite rejection. He's not my type. Uh, These are the women who, if they're really assholes, they'll keep that guy around and say, well, you're like a big brother. You're like a best friend. And really, it's a one-sided relationship or a one-sided friendship where the woman sees the guy as a complete dweeb, a complete loser, a complete friend, best friend, whatever. The guy sees the woman as the attraction. Oh, I have to be with her, sleep with her. And he never gets what he wants. She never gets him in his full potential. That's what happens. Nice guys are at the most... I wouldn't say it's a curse. I'll say it is a not so positive condition for the man to be in in a relationship or interacting with women. Now, what am I telling guys? Am I telling guys to be jerks? Am I telling guys to be assholes? Am I telling guys to be unfriendly? Am I telling guys to be unapproachable like most of these women are to begin with? No. I'm telling you to be who you are. If you're generally a nice guy, you're a nice man, you're a kind man, be that, but be selective who you are that too. That's all you got to do, nice guys. If you want to be the nice guy, find a woman to be the nice guy too. Don't be the guy who's nice to all women. Don't be the guy who does that because you will be taken advantage of. And this is for the youngsters out there. I'm sure a lot of men my age have went through what we're talking about. Without a doubt. But what's important is you have to really stay true to yourself. And there's some things about you that you may need to change. Don't expect a woman to change it. You have to change it yourself. See, there's a lot of guys who get into relationships in the same way that these women get into relationships and they have baggage and they have past trauma in relationships and past trauma with the opposite sex and they sort of transfer that into the next person they're with. And now they have to deal with all of your mistakes and all of your baggage. For the guys... And don't worry, we're going to continue to go through this because I think this is actually a good article by psychologytoday.com. As a guy, they will use your kindness for weakness. As a man, your kindness will be used 
by certain women and be looked upon as a weakness. So you got to be selective. The way that these women are selective with their attraction is the way that you have to be selective with your kindness. And that's how we're going to rock. We're going to go back to this shit. (coughs) The trouble may be in how... Hold up. Hold up. One second. One second. All right, yeah, I had to drink some of this Red Bull. All right. The trouble may be in how we use the term nice. It's generally defined as a constellation of traits that prioritize kindness, consciousness, warmth, and respect. But when it comes to a romantic interest, nice can be a shorthand, a shorthand compared to bold, strong, and sexy. Instead of meeting needy, weak, predictable, boring, inexperienced, and unattractive. Wow. That was from, this was from 1999, that particular quote. Wow. If nice really meant weak and boring, however, then nice guys would be attractive. The classic definition, however, kind, emotional, emotionally sensitive, and caring about others holds great appeal. Let me explain something that maybe women don't understand it. Maybe a lot of men don't understand it. Understand that attraction is different with various people. If a guy heard that there is a woman who is kind, emotionally sensitive, and caring about others, that's a good trait for men when it comes to women. Right? Now the point I'm trying to make is to a woman to bring a guy into her life, into her circle, and to say that, well, boring, inexperienced, unattractive, needy, weak. Sure, he's kind. Sure, he's emotionally sensitive. And sure, he cares about others. But that doesn't matter to me. This is about... 60% of women today. I will say that. 60% of women will say that about nice guys. Now, the women, to a guy, once again, being kind, emotionally sensitive, and caring about others, would be a plus. Our attraction varies. It's different. We don't want women who are loud. We don't want women who who are quick to fight. We don't want bitches who are completely disrespectful. We don't want bitches who are completely invasive, who don't know a thing about privacy but get mad when other people get into her fucking business. Men don't want that out of women. Women want, and I'm talking about just off of attraction, physical attraction, they want criminals, bro. They want criminals. That's why, remember that one guy? It was a light-skinned dude. He had, like, green eyes and shit. He ended up being a model. When they showed his mugshot, women were going crazy over this criminal, right? Over this inmate who's incarcerated. It didn't matter to the women. It was the attraction. Think of pen pals. 
I might be throwing it back for y'all, but think about pen pals. All of these women who stayed out of trouble and the quote-unquote college-educated women and all of these type of women were still looking at the hardened criminal, the attractive inmate, as sex appeal, as the sex symbol. So now ask the guys who are productive male citizens who have shit going on. Some of them have businesses. Some of them have career-worthy jobs where they're bringing in, they're bringing in bank every year, no doubt. Imagine how they feel. And some of these guys were told, hey, you got to stack your money up. You just got to keep stacking money. The bitches will come. But then if the bitches only come when you stack money, then you know these bitches ain't shit. And then these guys will get mad because somebody like me says it straight up. Well, if you guys believe that stacking money and just counting up money is going to get you women, then you're tricking on bitches. Because what other reason would they show up if you weren't counting money? Ask these rappers, they'll tell you. They'll go to a club before they got signed and none of the bitches cared, walked right past them. He may try to speak to a couple of them. They just curb him, keep walking. All of a sudden, you drop an album. All of a sudden, you have clout. All of a sudden, you have this attention worldwide. And all of a sudden, every bitch wants to fuck you. And guess what? It's not because of your looks. Because if it was because of your looks, you would have been smashing bitches when you were dead broke. When you had no money, you'd probably still be hitting bitches. And I don't come on here to brag, but most of the women that I've been with was when I had no money. <laughs> I, had, I didn't have shit to offer myself at that time, let alone a female that I was dealing with. And I was doing just fine. Broke, no money. Still smashing, still dealing with women. Still dealing with the bullshit. And I guess, like, I'll never say I'm an alpha male. Like, that shit's corny to me. Like, imagine if incels were created because a woman called them an incel like what if incels were created by a woman who just called them one day incels and explained what it was imagine like simps and beta males calling themselves fellow simps search simp a lot bachelor beta imagine all of these people calling themselves um, betas and simps. I mean, let's be honest. We can go a little bit deeper on a conscious level. Imagine black people calling each other niggas after white people have called blacks niggas for centuries. Imagine that. Right? Imagine that. And today, we've taken that word 
in the same way we've taken that word, we've gave it power, we gave it purpose in a sense, but we also gave it several different meanings, several different actions and several different attitudes to personify nigga and nigga. Two different tones, two different attitudes, two different meanings. I never call myself alpha because that shit's corny. I, I will put myself in the beginning of all this in more of a beta male position than anything. Raised in a single mother household, didn't know my father until I was 18. Ran the streets for a little bit, got involved in martial arts, learned a lot about humility and learned a lot and, and kept active because of that. And I was always skateboarding that kept me out of trouble that put me in different environments around different people. And then I got into making beats when I was 13 or 14 years old. So that kept me occupied while I was in the house. So I always had certain activities growing up. And it wasn't until I stopped really fucking with bitches like that where I found who I really was. And I was able to embrace that shit. And so now when I talk my shit down, I, I have a completely different mindset you know what I mean? I'm still reckless in a sense, but I'm more mature. I don't have to feel the need to cuss 24-7. But if so, fuck it. Shit happens. Fuck it. You know, I'm out here early. Pretty early. It's not 30 a.m. I think it's been close to an hour. I will get back to this topic. But there's a couple things. Okay, we're a little over 30 minutes, 33 minutes in. There's a couple of things I do want to mention. Um, the nice guys, in which I did a video similar to this on YouTube four or five years ago called the nice guy syndrome. And I expressed how these men use this attitude as a weapon against sort of the masculine frame of the quote unquote alpha male. So they feel that these women have to be irresistible because I'm going to treat her like a queen. I'm going to pull out the seat before she sits down. I'm going to tip my hat and go, my lady. I'm going to do all this type of courty garbage. I'm going to buy her flowers like the 1950s. I'm going to talk to the pops like it's the 1960s. You know, a whole lot of corny shit. And this guy believes that doing so will give him a one-up with that alpha male with that athlete meanwhile this nigga has a quadruple chin still collecting trading and fighting over Pokemon cards still come out in the summertime with the guineas here on the big body the infinite rolls coming out with the infinity ring this nigga dragon t-shirts dragon rings dragon necklaces he comes out he comes out the crib goes into school looking like Jeff Hardy SummerSlam 2002 and these guys believe so I'm nice I'm nice to these women I'm courteous I'm kind 
this is going to have to put me in a category where I am now a level up from the athlete, Steve, the athletic Eric, (laughs) the wrestling captain, shoulders, arms, 22 inches, biceps, triceps, and even abs. The athlete, he comes into high school looking like Kurt fucking Angle. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to compete against that with just kindness, sir. There shouldn't be a reason, to be honest, there shouldn't be a reason that you should be competing with that to begin with. But I think that's another topic for another discussion, really. But to break it down, you, sir, shouldn't even worry about competing. You have self-improvement to experience. You have a process of where you need to humble yourself. These bitches aren't going to humble themselves. They have their attitude. They have their self-entitlement. They have their lack of accountability, self-accountability to push themselves into the ground, push themselves into an apartment that represents a cave where all of her cats, some puppies, there's nothing wrong with puppies, but cats is off the hook. You got a hundred cats. You know what I'm saying? Men are trash. Kill all men. Uh, men are so garbage today. It's all you hear on TikTok. Men are so garbage. Uh, kill all men. Hashtag kill all men. Yeah, I'm celebrating my. Uh, I'm celebrating my my third abortion, and this bitch is just dancing and shit. She's having a good time, celebrating the fact that she's a fucking child killer, a, a self-made child killer. This unprotected sex left and right, and she says, "Hey, man." My body, my choice. I'm going to get my third abortion. And not only am I going to get my third abortion. We're not going to stop there. I'm going to put it on TikTok. So all us ladies can celebrate. Telling you. These bitches are burnt the fuck out. Burnt the fuck out. completely and you sir going back to that man who was trying to compete with the so called alpha with his personality you shouldn't be competing I think alphas compete for women the problem with beta males is they believe that being an orbiter being a utility being a man that provides some sort of service to her directly is going to put him and place him in that position where she has to choose him. And she'll she'll constantly use the man, don't get me wrong. She'll constantly manipulate that man. She'll further damage that man emotionally. Most guys, at the end of that, they put all the time and effort and these women only look at him for specific things and 
errands and money that damages the man and it's funny women don't talk about that when they try to they try to put themselves in the shoes of men you see a lot of these chameleons they're talking red pill and these women always talk about a man and his sensitive side but they don't talk about the effects of that man who's used and manipulated by a lot of these toxic, disgusting, despicable women. Very little, very little women really dwell within that conversation. Because when they get there, they'll begin to lose female. Look, a lot of guys out there, and I remember having a comment on YouTube about this where you got these women today. No disrespect to 21 Studios, but I'm just going to have to throw this out here. There's a thing called 22 Studios, and it's with women. And you have these women who come on and they quote-unquote destroy feminism. Pause for the cause. i got to drink some of this Red Bull. So these women will come on talk about how men are being treated unfairly and all this I'm lighting this joint now and they try to put themselves in the position of where they're on the men's side you got a bunch of simps and I hate to say this but a lot of guys who dwell in the manosphere these are guys who are defeated we have tapped out. We're defeated. We either submit to these women where we start to pedestalize these women and we become male feminists or we submit to the idea of dating, to the idea of relationships. We stack our own money. We go off of our principles. We go off of our purpose, something that a lot of women don't have. And we continue to maintain You know what I mean? Going with the day-by-day hustle, the day-by-day work, work hours, whatever we do, whatever you do. Because at the end of the day, you are competing for low-value prizes. The low-value prize being the modern women. Very low value, very high expectations, very low reward. You know what I mean? Uh, can we go through here? Being nice does come with some assumptions. Women typically perceive nice guys as intelligent, but less assertive. And other evidence suggests that women assume nice guys are less sexually experienced and even less attractive, but more interested in commitment, which is pretty correct. You're not going to find a nice guy who's in 20%. There's a reason why you're not going to find a nice guy who's in 20%. Because nice guys are 20% don't need to be nice guys. They may actually be friendly cool guys to communicate with but they're not out there putting women on pedestals 
they're not out there promoting themselves as nice guys in the way that women promote themselves as strong and independent. It's all a facade. And after due time, the women notice that your nice guy act is bullshit. The way that guys notice that the strong and independent act is bullshit. Let's continue reading. Maybe women see nice guys as long-term relationship material, but not as the guys they might pursue for a fling. No shit. I just said that earlier. If so, this would suggest that until a woman is interested in establishing a steady partnership, she may sacrifice niceness for other desirable attributes. This is where the women completely go off the rails. I'm glad they mentioned this. This is where women completely go off the rails. So she's going to pursue the bad boys for a flick. She's not going to look at the nice guy as, hey, this is a guy who I'll sleep with for the time being. No. Once she hits the wall, once she completely goes off track, she will come to the realization and realize that, hey, these nice guys wanted something that I was looking for out of the wrong people the entire time. And maybe, just maybe, I can still wiggle my way in. I hate to say this, men, but you're dealing with a different, a different level of women, a lower level of women, a lower value of women. Like I always mention, this is why they want guys like Kevin Samuels off of the platform, off of the app, off of Instagram, off of YouTube, because what he's saying is beginning to wake up a lot of men. Maybe it was the women you pursued in the past. Maybe it's the women you pursued recently. It's a possibility. And in that process, you didn't pay attention to the red flags. You didn't even pay attention to the yellow flags. You just said, green light, green light. Rushed in a situation too fast. Found out the bitch was garbage, but this was the last minute. Everybody's been through it. Most men have been through it. So let's continue reading, man. Who gives a shit? Let's just continue going through this. Indeed, women prioritize physical attractiveness over kindness when describing their preference for a short-term partner. For long-term relationships, non-physical characteristics take procedure. Women care more about kindness and warmth and less about status and, and physical attractiveness. I found I find this to be bullshit, but what year was this from? 2014? A lot of things have changed. I'll just say that. I won't say that what he's saying is bullshit, but I'm saying a lot of things have changed to where the five and belows become looking for the six, seven, and eights. But so is nice enough. Not quite. The real story appears to lie at the intersection of niceness and dominant characteristics. A experimental study revealed that men who behave prosocially, being nice, uh, positively affected women's rating of their physical attractiveness, sexual attractiveness, and dating desirability. While social dominance alone had no impact on these judgments, 
a deeper look revealed what happened when dominance interacts with being nice. Nice men who also showed evidence of social dominance. Okay, I see where you're getting at. Um, as I spoke of, there could be a guy within the 20%, right? Who's courteous and kind, who's also selective with those particular attributes when it comes to people. And he does just fine. His looks are enough, and his attitude, his personality, and his traits are selective when it comes to different, various uh, shapes, sizes, uh, skin tones of different women. And he's able to socially dominate his circle. Socially. This doesn't mean he's the captain of the football team. But this also doesn't mean he's just sitting down on a fucking computer all day and playing WoW. You know what I'm saying? We're just gonna keep it 1,000 here. WoW is War, War, what, uh, what is that? War of Warcraft? I forgot that bum ass shit. Anyway, we're about 50 minutes in. And I wanted to talk about, because yeah, this, this article's over anyway. I wanna talk about the nice guys. We already, we already talked about the nice guys. But let's talk about the alpha males, right? Let's talk about the alpha males, the quote-unquote alpha males. So, alpha males, or alpha male, is a man tending to assume a dominant or domineering role in social or professional situations a man tending to assume a dominant or domineering role in social or professional situations alright I personally believe that the term alpha is thrown into things like very loosely there's never really a true dominant type of figure who you can see and say oh he's the head of the pack unless you're equating that with just appearance size I don't know what else you would put the way that he dresses I guess a nigga's alpha because he has a 300 but we're gonna read through this the alpha male personality type goes with the alias bad boy and alpha males are usually the men who need their men to be men I, I can respect that you know what I mean alpha males are usually the men who need their men to be men Um, I personally don't care about either one, and this will sound hypocritical, but I would consider myself a Sigma male, but I don't wave a flag that says Sigma male red pill or anything like that. That's just my personal image or my personal opinion of myself. I choose not to care about 
competition when it comes to low-hanging fruit. Most men, in, in previous years, they would sword fight to the death. No homo, I don't mean it in that fashion. I mean literally, um, renaissance type of sword fights, fencing, horse dueling. They would be they would be killing themselves out here for um, priceless, just completely ran through twat. Luckily, this is the podcast, so I can say all this type of shit on here. I mean, keep it above. Just to keep it 100. That's the reason why I didn't add any ads to my shit. I don't really care about making money off of this shit. If I can just get the ability to talk about whatever the fuck I want and not have to deal with um, any consequences from sensitive ass bums, I'm completely fine. Um, it's about 9.50 I think I will wrap this one up getting close to an hour about 7 minutes now it is a Monday and I am up early because I did sleep at a reasonable time got my 8 hours woke up rolled up had some other shit rolled up some lemon moran I still have a Join it at left. I'm gonna bring that to work. Um, school time officially starts where I'm at um, next Tuesday. So I'll be back in the buildings. I gotta get used to wearing my mask again because they're they're pushing that shit heavy. Um, being in a different building, same district, different building, I just want to see how these people behave, especially when it comes to all the shit that we did throughout the summer, a lot of moving, a lot of cleaning, a lot of scrubbing, a lot of waxing, although most of the waxing was fucked up. it is broad she should be back in today she took a week off and see look these people these people are despicable like anywhere that you work at and it's happened several times we were at a warehouse 2017 right I was in a warehouse in my city not even a five minute drive, maybe three minutes. If I take the back streets, the back roads, skip a couple of lights, you know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, we started seeing the white vans drive up. And I, I lied to y'all not, it was like two white vans, and no lie, seven people, 14 people popped out of those seven vans. No, 14 people popped out of those two vans. Seven each. Mexicans. Broads. Couple guys, but mostly women. They brought them in as the cleaning crew, quote unquote. 
And from that moment, I already knew that the job was going to be completely different. I already knew. I remember going to the supervisor and going, yo, y'all going to start uh, nights? <laughs> you guys start night shift. I'll run it. And I guess he felt that I was capable of it. Because <laughs> that next week, I wasn't coming in at 6 30 7 o'clock anymore i was coming in at 4 and i was leaving at 12. i had like five i had five to seven people that did it with me and it ended up becoming something better than what i thought it was the first time but today these women it's not just women either, but like the people who work, who don't really work, you know what I mean? They they have jobs, or what I like to call, they're productive on paper. They're productive on paper, but their work ethic sucks. They don't seem to have a consistent work ethic. They're, they're fine one minute, but then they slack off for the rest of the month. And they grant these people weeks of vacation time. I wanted to save a couple. I still wanted to save a couple days. So I only took a couple days off, but got paid for it. These bitches took week off, I know one chick, she took a month off, went back to Mexico, I put that on God, I'm not even lying, took one month off, went back to Mexico for a month to visit her peoples, I guess, and hopped her ass right back onto a plane and made it back, so there you have it, there's a lot of people who left, right? They left that job because they seen that either they were being overworked or they noticed that they were working at a capacity where other people who got away with working how they've worked for the past five to ten years have done it. And they seem to not see a point of doing so, which makes sense. You're going to go above and beyond while working with people who do 25% of what you do and who get by, get pats on the back and everything. You know, meanwhile, they want you to do the retarded hours. They want you to do the task that they know that that other person that they're patting on the back will not do properly or will not do it all. So niggas dick, they left. They ended up leaving, they said fuck that. And then the company in the long run had to deal with the issue. But in the long run, a lot of the workers don't realize that we gotta deal with that in the long run. They only deal with it when it comes to, hey, we gotta find people. Most of the time, people are going to have to compensate and do other people's work. 
that arguably this would be on the fault of, of course, supervisors and the managers. But in reality, they made the mistake from the get-go when it came to choosing a supervisor. Choosing somebody who's experienced when it comes to the work hours and what needs to be done and the tasks that needs to be done and who is capable of doing it. That is the supervisor's job. A supervisor isn't going to grab all of the females who know who are no notorious throughout the year not doing shit to begin with. They have them all go to one school to clean classrooms one by one. A supervisor wouldn't be doing that. They would have had them doing something more productive, but instead, he chose that path. Meanwhile, everybody else, i.e. the men, were using the equipment, moving furniture, doing this, doing that. And a lot of these guys, excluding myself, and I think everybody in my building besides one person is getting more than what the average person's getting. And a lot of people will say two, three dollars, four dollars is not that big of an upgrade, but from what we're originally getting paid, it's not that bad. I'll just leave it at that. So now they just don't do shit. They take the vacation. They probably got them right now at the middle school not doing shit. They got them at the middle school right now not doing shit. Nine times out of ten, definitely. Without a doubt. Affirmative. Um, most guys like myself, a couple other guys, old timers, I call them lifers because these niggas are in there to the end. When I was in there in 2015, they were the same people that were there, and they were there from that point for five plus years. So that they had a total of 10, 15 years now. So these guys are like, defeated bro it's like I said it in the summertime as a joke a couple people laughed but a couple people looked at me funny but it is what it is I said a lot of y'all look at this job as a prison term you know what I mean like y'all feel as if y'all are only capable of this type of work a lot of people feel that they're more capable of other things this is a different and interesting and sometimes difficult task to describe because if you have your certifications, if you have your black seals, or you have gold seals, then you can be doing what everybody else is doing, but in a stadium, getting up to $45, $50 an hour. So, there's levels to this shit. You know what I'm saying? There's levels to this shit. And I feel that the more they assign certain women, and I'm not saying all women, Especially in the workplace, I'm not saying all women are like this, 
but they tend to choose women who do below the bare minimum and they keep them around just as bodies even if they had somebody or they had people who they know are capable of outworking these individuals they won't fire them they may tell them they may let them go for a while and then they'll hire them this is what they did when I was in there 2015 we had pretty much the same women that was there today and what they did was they decided that they weren't getting paid enough at the current location and they decided to go to another town that was pretty much in another county now that I think about it not extremely far but far enough because I think they were getting a good amount hourly but they ran into a very important issue and they learned a very valuable lesson when they got to that building when they got to that district and that's the fact that they weren't capable of doing the work for the amount of money that they would be making they would actually be hold to a task that needed to be done and if the task wouldn't be finished then there would be an issue and if enough issues occurred then there would be a departure from that employment okay they found that out the hard way so they left where they were currently at now went to another district talked shit about the current the current district that they're back in today said that they weren't being treated fairly they weren't being given the right amount of money for their work meanwhile if you would have asked the supervisors they would all tell you that they're below average when it comes to work the main problem that a lot of places have with these type of women is showing up on time their priorities are fucked up you know we're pretty much past the hour didn't expect to go this far over but it is what it is this is the morning time grind so this will be able to uh, be uploaded at a reasonable time before I have to go off to work I'll start talking about something else different on the way to work most likely That gives me a good about 45 minutes, 50 minutes, more content to put out. But this one will be shared separately. I just wanted to be able to do something a little earlier in the AM. Didn't want to procrastinate in the beginning of the week. Wanted to start off at least on an upbeat note. I won't say positive, but I will say upbeat. Drinking that Red Bull, um, that Red Bull Yellow Edition. Trying to get my body prepared for the day and the week that is ahead, ultimately. But also still trying to keep it real and indeed keep it Red Pill. Um, I got more shit on the way in the future, you know. The usual 
I had to do, I had to uh, delete my audio library of things that I planned it on uploading didn't get a chance to deleted a lot of the topics that I came up with because I kind of went through them the past three videos um, I gotta stop doing that too I gotta like stick to one topic but it's difficult man especially with everything going on um, it's just been kind of difficult this weekend wasn't really the best weekend for me Like I said, I've been um, been kind of sick for the past couple days. Um, now I feel decent, I guess, enough to go to work, enough to record, um, enough to bullshit, enough to smoke, and enough to talk my shit. So I'm gonna keep this energy attempt to keep this energy throughout the day um going to be recording again probably in another what time is it now jesus probably another three and a half hours most likely three and a half hours start another recording although you guys may not get that until the next day but until then like i always say in the meantime and in between time jersey judah Red Pill Party Podcast, signing the fuck out. Peace.